Listening Live, the leader in Internet talk radio, VoiceAmerica.com. Welcome to Disability Matters with your host, Joyce Bender. All comments, views, and opinions expressed on this show are solely those of the host, guest, and callers. Now the host of Disability Matters, here's Joyce Bender. And welcome to the show, and what a great show we have for you today. You know, I'm very, very fortunate that one of my own associates, a manager in our company, Bob Dreyer, met Ruthann and told me all about her and how fantastic this book was, and that's how we all got together. So, Bob, thank you very much. We have today co-author and advocate Ruthann Wood and acclaimed figure skater Stosh Serafin as our guest. Ruthann and Stosh, welcome to the show. Thanks for having us. Thanks for having us. Oh, it is my pleasure. Stosh, I'm going to start with you. I have to ask you, what made you decide to become a figure skater? And so you all know why I'm asking him this. Stosh is also a person who is blind. So there are many people I know that would not put these two things together. So, Stosh, what made you put them together? Well, Joyce, thank you again for having us on your show. I, it happened actually by accident. It was a Saturday night in March of 1968, believe it or not. Um, I was playing cards after dinner with my cousins, and my cousin said, I have a, a boyfriend at the rink that um, I would like you to meet because I want to make him jealous. So we went to the rink, and I put skates on, and that's how it happened, and I started to walk on the ice, and it felt like I was at home. And believe it or not, that's, that's the first time I experienced the ice. And at the end of this session, the, um, the guy that was skating with me said, come back for club session, which was uh, the next day on a Sunday morning. And he said, um, you'll meet the club members, and you can skate. So I came back again the next day, and I skated, and I ended up doing something on one foot and turning backwards on one foot. And everybody says, oh, this person has talent. And I'm thinking, these are fools. I just didn't <laughs> think anything of it. <laughs> it was so natural. And you were not, like, worried about this when you first started doing this? I, I don't know why. I felt totally at home. It felt like I was there before at one level. I know that sounds really weird. Um, I had good balance, but it, um, I wasn't afraid of the ice, and immediately I started to understand what gliding was about. And, um, you know, through years of professional training and stuff like that, I learned, you know, how the forces of the blades go and ended up developing a whole series of skills called sensitive skating skills. Well, that is phenomenal. And, you know, it's phenomenal, but really in my world where we employ people with disabilities, once again, it's all about breaking down those attitudinal barriers that exist toward people with disabilities and focusing on their ability and what they can do versus what they cannot do. Well, Stop. absolutely. I'm sorry, go ahead. Absolutely, and it's almost like we take the dis out of disability, and behind every disability there's an ability, if you know what I mean. Yes, I do know. As a woman with epilepsy, I know very well, and I see how successful my employees are, and yes, I do know what you mean. Um, Stosh, let me ask you this person. You had to meet someone along the way that said, you've got to be kidding, you cannot be a figure skater. Um, I believe it or not, when I started skating and I got um, to work with professional coaches, 
cheating uh, judges would start to write letters to my mom and my coaches and say, I don't think you should do this. He's going to get hurt. You're going to get hurt. You're going to have insurance risks, and you're going to be sued. The whole gamma of stuff happened. And I just, um, for some reason, that didn't bother me. You know what happened? The goal of becoming, of wanting to become a great skater, for some reason, was bigger than the obstacles. And I think that the desire of my goal was bigger than all of my doubts and all of the obstacles that what I thought could prevent me from doing it, if you know what I mean. Yes. Yeah, well, Josh is really stubborn. He uh, he doesn't take no for an answer. <laughs> well, well, let me ask you this question. A lot of people across the United States, young people with disabilities, are frequently the victim of bullying. And some people are so terrible that they have been injured, um, seriously impacted psychologically. Absolutely. Well, what what gave you the ability, Stosh, to not care what people said to you? I mean, what what gave you that ability? I, I guess ignorance is bliss, if you know what I mean. I, I never gave it a thought. I was the only blind person at that time and still am pretty much who has accomplished double jumps. Not that that's a big deal because it turned out that skating is actually a metaphor for what life is all about for me. So it was a great teaching tool. And... Um, I I just sort of decided that I would be so self-absorbed in what I was doing that, uh, you know, anybody that would make fun of me, I would just overlook it. But I really didn't get a whole lot of that. You know, they, they would just say, well, he can't jump. And then when I started to jump, they would say, well, he doesn't have style. And then when I had style, they said, well, he's got the whole package. And, you know, respect sort of, I guess I earned respect from other people. Um Good for you. And anyone listening to the show today and listening to Stosh, it's all about being independent. Well, and don't you think Joyce Independent at some level starts as a free thinker? I mean, we have so many abilities inside ourselves, no matter what kind of a disability at one level we think we might have. I mean, we honor our disabilities, and we also we don't dismiss them, but we use them. I personally believe they're all teaching tools. Yes, well, I agree with you that it starts at the very beginning because if you yourself were not a risk taker and did not decide, I'm going to be independent, I'm going to do what I want, you wouldn't have experienced this greatness. And so many people with disabilities, children, are told what they cannot do, that it's so great for them to hear someone like you telling them what you have accomplished. I think it's I think it's family uh, needs a lot of the credit because we were talking about this the other day that some families um, have been negative and so the kids got trapped in believing that they could not do what they needed to do. What was that example you were using the other day with your blind school about divorce? Oh, you know, Joyce, you can probably relate to this from you know studying disabilities all these years. The ninety um, percent of my classmates when I went in blind school, um, the parents ended up in divorce because one or both of them felt so much guilt with a child that they thought was handicapped. Well, I know. Isn't that astounding? I I know. It's amazing. And once the guilt, when I teach people or when I give lectures or whatever, uh, I always say that your disability is your best friend. It's your greatest teacher. If you use it productively and wisely, you can actually make it 
go to your advantage. In other words, it, it really turns out to be the most, as I said, an incredible teaching tool. Yes, and to Stasha's point, let me tell you that when people acquire a disability later in their life, such as automobile accident and they have quadriplegia or paraplegia, very high percentage of the spouse leaves. Absolutely. Not just with the child, even with a spouse, they leave because they can't deal with this, they don't want to deal with it, but, you know, that is their mistake and their loss because obviously your family did believe in you and encouraged you because of everything you've done. Well, you, thank you. And you know what? My family is great, and I thank them, especially my mom. She's 83, and she's just a real trooper, and she, she believes in everything that Ruth and I are doing with our book. And she also... My mom and dad were never afraid of me getting injured, per se, on the ice. I mean, there's always that risk um, of any skater or any athlete doing this. But in ice skating, I mean, anybody who jumps has the risk of possibly, you know, injuring a knee, maybe not walking again. You never know. They were more afraid of the emotional components that would happen to me through the the sport. Would I be um, accepted as an equal? And they were very concerned that I would be, be hurt and guard for life, but uh, that really didn't happen. <laughs> yeah, I think that didn't happen because of your outlook. I, I think that your outlook had a lot to do with it, which I really commend you. And I, as I said, young people listening to this show, look at him. Young people who are victims of bullying. I'm telling you, I'm so tired of people telling me about terrible things done to them by other kids. It's terrible. You know, you have to start being your own person. You have to start being who you want to be. Ruth Ann, I have to ask you, how did you ever meet Stash? Well, uh, a mutual friend. Uh, a couple of years ago, back in 2003, I was starting a new life. I was single, and uh, I decided to write a book with encouragement from my mother called Abundant Magical Lives, Insights for Passionate People. And I collected essays from over 22 co-authors telling their story and their unique story. And a friend of mine said, Stosh has got to be in your book. He's got to write an essay about his journey. And so our friend Fran put us together. Well, that is awesome. And so at first, was it just you were getting an essay from him? Correct. And how did that become or turn into you can't get it because you've already got it? I actually challenged him to have uh, one coaching session with me where we wrote a story of what his life would be like if all his dreams came true. And we actually have that story in the book. It's a great and, script. And, uh, yeah, it's a script or a story. And uh, I guess two years had passed after that initial consultation, and we decided let's let's write the book. And so he sent me a a um, computer document with a book that he had started writing the first time he had a word processor and had over 100 or 200 pages of typing that he typed, but there was no paragraphs. It was all scrunched together. And I said, let's start over. Let's make this simple. And uh, what we did was we took one of the song lyrics that Stosh had written years ago for one of his skating shows because, as you may know, he composes music and writes his own songs for the skating shows. So we use that as the basis of our 
book. And we wanted it to be fun. We wanted it for audiences young and older, kids and adults. Okay. Well, before we go any further, how do you buy this book? And the name of the book, again, is You, you Can't, can't Get, get it, it Because You've Already Got It, A Blind Figure Skaters and Visionary Writers, Inspirational Guide to Moving Through Life by Ruth Ann Woods and Stosh Serafin. Well, you can get it on Amazon or you can go to scriptingforsuccess.com. And script is spelled like story script, scriptingforsuccess.com. So do you want to spell that out? S-C-R-I-P-T-I-N-G-F-O-R, success, S-U-C-C-E-S-S, dot com. Scriptingforsuccess.com. Exactly. And you will be able to find, you can't get it because you've already got it, a blind figure skaters and visionary writers, inspirational guide to moving through life. Ruth Ann, you also said you can get this through Amazon? Yes. And do you have it out at any of the stores yet? Not yet. Well, we hope that we'll be seeing it at those stores soon. That is fantastic. See what can happen when the right two people get together. When did you do this? When did you write it? Well, we put in our first copy of it, 100 copies, last Christmas. 2006. Yeah, 2006. And uh, let when people ask us, you know, why we wrote the story, it's really about two people listening with love. And I I was kind of in for a surprise because I thought the book would be all about Stosh. And it turns out that he encouraged me and coached me along to write my story. So that's, I think, what makes this book so special. Well, that is awesome. Well, two people together can accomplish so much. Isn't that the truth? Listen, you're listening to Joyce Bender, America's Voice, on voiceamerica.com, where disability does matter. If you just joined us, we are today talking to Ruth Ann Wood and Stosh Serafin, co-authors of You Can't Get It Because You've Already Got It. And we'll be right back with them after break. Don't go away. We'll be back. Have you ever thought about having your own Internet talk show? Well, if you said yes, then click About Us. Then click Be a Host to get more information. Or just call Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417. Say that again. 480-294-6417. VoiceAmerica.com. I'm Garcelle Beauvais-Nylon. When I played a DA on NYPD Blue, I got all the facts before trying a case. Yet many don't know the facts about epilepsy. There are 2.5 million Americans with the condition, and 1 in 10 Americans will have a seizure in their lifetime. People with epilepsy want to lead normal lives, but too many of us don't know what epilepsy is or what to do if someone has a seizure. To learn more, visit epilepsyfoundation.org or call 1-800-332-1000. VoiceAmerica.com 
If you have a question or comment, call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. Now please welcome back the host of Disability Matters, here's Joy Spender. And welcome back to the show, and a special thank you to all of our great listeners. Stay tuned, because over the next month, we're going to try to have a few of those presidential candidates on Disability Matters talking about what they're going to do if they become president to support Americans with disabilities. But for right now, we are talking to two advocates for people with disabilities, Ruth Ann Wood and Stosh Serafin, co-authors of You Can't Get It Because You've Already Got It, a book they have out that you can purchase right now at Amazon.com. And I wanted to ask you, Ruth, before we went to break, you mentioned that when you first wrote the book, you were thinking this would be all about Stosh, but it ended up being your story also. So what was your story? Well, thanks for asking that because I thought it was going to be about this extraordinary man who overcame adversity, disabilities. And as we met every week over the phone for about a year and a half on Wednesday around 2 o'clock, like clockwork, we started to uncover parts of how my scripting for success paralleled his sensitive movement skating and the journey of how we got that together. Um, I would have never learned so much about helping people with their challenges if I hadn't grown up with uh, extreme scoliosis or curvature of the spine. Mm -hmm. And I use that as maybe a, a, a way of propelling myself into the profession of being a massage therapist for 12 years, where I really learned how to empathize with people in their pain. And that led into helping people on a deeper level, on an emotional level, on a leadership level, overcome their challenges. So I'm very um, passionate about bringing those two stories together of how he overcame his challenges and how I overcame my physical challenges of having back pain. Yeah, that is really good. That's very interesting. Well, Ruth Ann, we have the book title, You Can't Get It Because You've Already Got It. How about explaining that title to our listeners? Sure, Stosh. You want to go ahead? <laughs> you want me to help with this? Or? Yeah, go ahead. Well, you know, you, if the title, I think, says volumes. It's, it says, you, you know, we're trying to get people to move through life in an easy way, effortless and simple, and use the tools from a, a visionary writer and a blind skater how we can sense ourselves, how we can feel ourselves, and understanding at one level that we already got the whole toolkit. We already have all our inner tools. We just have to recognize, merely remember that they are here. And, um, and I wanted to add, yeah. we live in such a consumer society that to be whole, to be accepted by peers, to look good, no pun intended, um, you have to go out and buy stuff to fix problems that you really do or don't have, and when you realize that a lot of what makes you who you are is not what you're wearing or the car you drive, but what you've already got inside, then that's what we're trying to capture in our story. 
Yeah, well, because anybody could read this book and get something out of it if they chose uh, to do so. And to, to realize you can't get it because you already got it, it's, it's, it's easy, sometimes not that simple, because emotionally our belief systems can block us, as you well know. And to understand at one level that, you know, we can use our beliefs, we can climb mountains, even if we don't climb Mount Everest, physically we can do it in our minds. We can soar in our minds, and that's what, in my opinion, we're on this uh, planet for, is to overcome obstacles with as much joy and as much simplicity and as much happiness as we can muster up. Yeah, you know, when you when you were talking about that, um, Ruthann, when you were talking about people thinking that you can get all this, but, you know, you already have it, it reminded me of a sermon I heard actually this past week at our church, which was about how people live in the land of make-believe hmm. and how everyone believes, if only I had more money, if only I looked a certain way, if only... I was whatever. And, you know, at this company, we're all about accepting everyone. Mm. Everyone is included at Bender Consulting Services. Everyone. We do not judge. We include everyone. I believe the beauty is inside. And that, of course, is what you're talking about. You already right. have it. And to um, dovetail on what you said about a sermon you heard, I heard one about two years ago at a at a christening, um, where it was all about King Solomon, and he was a wise king because he didn't ask for more for gold and riches. He asked for things that he knew he already had, like patience. He didn't ask uh, for uh, more wisdom. strength. Yeah, wisdom. 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 Mm-hmm. Thank you. You're so welcome. that's exactly in line with what we're talking about. It is. Yeah, he didn't say, I want a palace, I want all this money. He said wisdom. And, boy, so many people need that today. Let me tell you, they do. But um, I I think what you two are trying to tell people, it sort of reminds me, I, I gave a speech recently about we can't wait any longer, people with disabilities. You know, we're not getting employed. The unemployment rate is still 65% for Americans with significant disabilities. We can no longer wait for this, you know, white knight that's going to somehow come to your door and give you a job application. Everyone's going to get hired. And, you know, we have to be, as Gandhi said, the change. We have to be the change. Exactly. And if you look at Stash and my title, there's no career out there in the phone book called Sensitive Movement Coach or Scripting for Success Coach. We had to invent that title. We had to invent that place in the world for ourselves, and we're happier for it. Well, you know what? Why don't you explain for a minute to everyone, what is that? What is that that you're talking about? Okay. Well, scripting for success is a conversation I have with people around what's working in their life. In about five seconds, I say, you know, what is your challenge? Okay, let's not focus on that. Let's focus on what's working in your life, what already feels good. And then in the process of one conversation, rewrite a story as if it already happened, like a snapshot at the top or the end of the finish line of how you want it, not trying to figure out all the steps of how you're going to get there or thinking that you can't get there because you're disabled or challenged. And then, I mean, I can actually give you an example 
of that in our book, of something we wrote before we even believed we'd be talking to someone like you about disabilities. Is that right? You mean this was something you wished would happen? Yes. Well, that and is. And we right. had really no idea how that was going to happen. We just um, stayed positive and focused on this is what we wanted. And within the course of three years, all this has happened. Yeah, that is really because you have to open your mind and think big to possibilities. And, and not you limit have, yourself. Yes. You really do. You have to think that way. Just as you said, you can't listen to society on this is how you should look and this is how you have to be and this is how you have to, you know, perform. I mean, you really you really have to just believe in yourself in order to move forward. Now, don't get me wrong. When you find employment, you have to do the job, whatever that job is. Exactly. Just as Stosh, right. as a figure skater, he has to perform. What I'm referring to is that he can perform in whatever area he wants. If he wants to be a figure skater, he can do that. If he wants to be an accountant, he can do that. It's up to you what you want to pursue. That's what I meant when I said don't let people, you know, tell you what you have to do and try to hold you. We don't even, sometimes we don't even pursue our dreams because we don't think it's even possible. Once we sell ourselves to ourselves and get past judging ourselves, then so many doors can open. And this is why the um, scripting for success and sensitive energy coaching or sensitive movement coaching is so incredibly connected because I use everything, um, when my sensitive sensitivity skills developed, I, I started with the part of the blade and I likened it to a braille, a braille dot. And I had this little tiny part of the blade that I would explore with and every time I would skate it got bigger and bigger and then my circle around the rink got bigger and bigger and my jumps got bigger and bigger because I followed where these dots led me and the dots turned into spots and the spots turned into space and openings. I call them openings of opportunity. And I got to feel that kind of sensitivity, which, you know, Ruth talks about when, when she does scripting for success with, with all of us and her clients. And it kind of makes it like when you start on a focal point, even a little dot, what a difference a dot could make or a, or a thought could make, especially when a desire of, of um, something that you want is bigger than the doubt, the desire has to happen. Right. That is correct. Well, yeah. One example is a friend of ours, Ushi, is raising money for cancer. And she's like, okay, well, I'm going to just start with pocket change, pennies. And, uh, you know, what's so significant about a penny or a dot? Well, when you start putting them together, it adds up. Correct. It's like cumulative, like, you know, you put stuff in a bank, it's cumulative, it just adds up and you get more and more out of it. And it's not so hard. See, that's where I'm, I'm convinced that society in general still has this misbelief that life has to be hard and a lot of times horrible. And I kind of think, and I, well, I don't think, I, I feel, therefore I think about, it's like life can be a lot easier and it can be less horrible, it can be more honorable, and we can dialogue with all of our drama with a whole bunch of dignity. Well, I agree with you. And, and you know, it is how you think. I always tell people, if you say, 
I'm going to fail. Guess what? You won't be disappointed. Right. <laughs> so you know what you have to do is think big. You have to think big and don't let anyone lower the bar. Don't let anyone try to kill your dream. You, Especially yourself. <laughs> yes. I, I tell people all the time, when you have a dream, you go for it. And with that, we're going to go to break for a minute. Then we'll be right back. If you just joined us, we're talking to co-authors Ruth Ann Wood and Stosh Serafin, co-authors of You Can't Get It Because You've Already Got It. And we'll be right back. Bender America's Voice on voiceamerica.com. Don't go away. News, opinion, Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. I'm Garcelle Beauvais-Nylon. When I played a DA on NYPD Blue, I got all the facts before trying a case. Yet many don't know the facts about epilepsy. There are two and a half million Americans with the condition, and one in ten Americans will have a seizure in their lifetime. People with epilepsy want to lead normal lives, but too many of us don't know what epilepsy is or what to do if someone has a seizure. To learn more, visit epilepsyfoundation.org or call 1-800-332-1000. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com If you have a question or comment, call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. Now please welcome back the host of Disability Matters, here's Joy Spender. And welcome back to Disability Matters. We have two guests today that do believe that disability matters. Ruth Ann Wood and Stosh Serafin, co-authors of You Can't Get It Because You've Already Got It. Acclaimed figure skater Stosh Serafin, a person who is blind, and Ruth Ann Wood's visionary writer who just told me at the break they have another big project coming up. Ruth, do you want to talk about that? Sure. We want to get everyone all your listeners, all the people that are interested in scripting and skating to help inspire their community or make a difference in their families or schools or work. We want to hear your stories, and we want you to share them with us by submitting your video clips, maybe 30 seconds long, to YouTube, and then emailing that link to our website, scriptingforsuccess.com. And what we want to do is we want to create our own version of the movie The Secret, where people around the world are saying, yes, it is possible to overcome challenges. Yes, it is possible to overcome disabilities. And this is how we did it through staying positive. What do you think about that, Stosh? I'm... I'm totally in agreement with it, and it's an awesome project. I was excited when we talked about it uh, a month or two ago, and it just feels, you know what, Joyce, it feels like it's the right time for something like this. And um, the skating, rep- remember, it's not that everybody's going to skate. It's what skating can represent. It's like skating is my canvas. It was the original medium that started me on this quest, this journey, 
And um, I became a massage therapist as well, metaphysical counselor, and all these things I, I think are in our book pretty much um, if people decide to uh, read it. So there's a lot of information. There's a lot of empowerment that could come from a project like this to benefit um, not only the disabled community, the whole world at large. And one of the things we're noticing as we're doing more uh, conversations about our projects is that there are so many people out there hungry to, sh to share the successes in their life, not to just focus on the evening news of, of the bad things that are happening. Well, you but know, the, what, the, yeah. what, the, what is evident to that is YouTube. Right. Thank you. I mean, who would have ever dreamt that the day would come that people would be spending their time going to YouTube to see movies, clips, of other people, you know, right here in the United States, just lay people wanting to show what they're doing, you know, versus celebrities or whomever. Don't get me wrong. I know they include celebrities and all of that on YouTube, but there's also a lot of just people. It levels the playing field. Absolutely. Yes. And speaking of YouTube, I think there's a clip of, of my skating somewhere that my friend Wayne graciously got onto Ruth and Ruth's uh, site, uh, scriptingforsuccess.com. I think it's on that. Is that on your page, Miss? Yeah, Wood? and it's actually a very um, almost <laughs> a, a dated clip. Uh, you can see people wearing um, 70s attire in it, so it's kind of uh, retro. <laughs> it's fun to watch. It's an old clip when I could really jump really high. <laughs> well, is and that's on YouTube? Yes. yes. All right. Well, all of our listeners know they can see Stosh Serafin on YouTube. And I'm sure they'll check that out. Stosh, actually, I want to ask you a question. I've already alluded to this earlier, but one of the problems that people with disabilities have is fear of the unknown, you know, fear of taking a chance. Again, this could be due to family, friends, school teachers, who knows, all the people that have been involved. I mean, I've met people with disabilities for example, who are in a wheelchair but are able to drive and have a van that is, you know, um, accommodating for them, that they're right. afraid to drive even just a very short distance, even though they can, or people who are blind that are afraid to travel or, you know, different things. And then here you are, you go out and say, I'm going to be a figure skater. I'm wondering, um, when I hear this, what would you say were the key things that enabled you to overcome these obstacles. You know what? I think I was. I would if I would have thought about it like this a long time ago. If you would have asked me this question when I started skating, I would have probably quit on the spot. I don't. I think I did it out of sheer ignorance, is bliss kind of thing. I just felt so good that I didn't even think of the ramifications of any kind of fear of the unknown. I mean, there was always a possibility that it wouldn't make the next. Um, jump in skating, for example, the double axle, that was my hardest thing. I think in 1977, I started landing my first double axles because um, I told my coach, Ushi, I, I want to do it. And she said, well, I don't know if you can, but we're going to try. And she said, you got everything else, so I don't think you will, you won't, you'll probably be able to do this, but I'm not sure. I have to be honest with you. I mean, she didn't say, don't try it. She was just brutally honest. And then when I started landing that, she said, well, now it's time to do triples. <laughs> How about that? Well, I mean, though, did you not run into people along the way that tried to, you know, stop you from doing this or that were negative to you? You know what the negative uh, stuff that I found in the, the worst thing I did, if I could do it over again, I would have probably touted my 
my blindness a little more at the forefront. I made myself blend so much into the arena of sighted skating that they just took me for another skater. The only the only thing that happened that was a little sad was when I would be skating at the rink and I was getting my double jumps and some of the parents would come to my mother and my mother would be in tears telling me the story afterwards and she would say, so-and-so's mother wanted you to stop skating because you got your jumps better than, than you know, her kids. And um, my mother said, we ought to get down our knees and thank God you're not blind. You, you know? know what? You know what? Isn't that amazing? And, you know, like... You know, wow, isn't that great? If he can do it, then I can do it. They were like, well, so that means they have to, because I did it so well, that's going to make them feel bad. That's a twisted way to live. <laughs> that is. Well, you know what? Good for you, though. You know, what you have achieved and done and not let anything stop you uh, is remarkable. You know, you really have a great attitude, Stosh, so good for you. Well, thank you, but you know what? It's because of people like Ruth who listen to me and we listen to each other. And the sensitivity skills and the scripting, when people get this sense of feeling something good inside themselves, we can't stress that enough or make that point enough. That's when life can change, but you, when it starts to feel good from inside. Because to me, good health is feeling good. Right. Even if you have a knee pain or whatever, because I just ran into a door last, I think, on Tuesday. My mother left the, the front door open and forgot to tell me she was outside, and I was coming down the steps, and it was halfway open, and I jammed my left knee, and uh, I couldn't do sit spins really well today. But it's going to go away, and it'll get better. But, I mean, we still trucked on. <laughs> you still did it, though. Yeah, we still got to the rink, and I taught my lessons and did my stuff and, you know, didn't do sit spins, but that's okay. Well, I want to tell you, um, and, and I know a lot of people listen to this show, and a lot of young people listen to this show. Ruth Ann, starting with you, for young people with disabilities listening to this show today, what advice do you have for them when they are facing great rejection as they try to do some of these things? Well, one of the biggest things I teach in the scripting program is I have people write down exactly what it is that they're facing that they don't like. Like, I hate it when people are making fun of my limp or the fact that I only have one arm or something like that. Um, and I say, how can we turn that around to the positive? Like, uh, what's the opposite of making fun of? How about celebrating my uniqueness? Or how about um, rejoicing that I'm still getting up every morning? And so what I have people do is use the script as a way for them to focus on what feels good, what's working, instead of getting bogged down on what people are saying that hurts them. How about you, Stosh? Absolutely. It's as if, you know, we teach them, anybody who has an adversity or anybody has something like a, a challenge, we turn it into an adventure. And just by focusing on what works um, rather than on what doesn't work help more than I could even begin to say. Does that well, make any sense? you heard him, and I believe him, and I believe, Ruth, I hope you're listening to these words. Listen, we're going to go to break. Then we'll be back to close with two really wonderful people, Ruth Ann Wood and Stosh Serafin. This is Joyce Bender, America's Voice, on voiceamerica.com. We'll be right back. 
the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. And ask our all-star team to answer your questions. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. I'm Garcelle Beauvais-Nylon. When I played a DA on NYPD Blue, I got all the facts before trying a case. Yet many don't know the facts about epilepsy. There are two and a half million Americans with the condition, and one in ten Americans will have a seizure in their lifetime. People with epilepsy want to lead normal lives, but too many of us don't know what epilepsy is or what to do if someone has a seizure. To learn more, visit epilepsyfoundation.org or call 1-800-332-1000. VoiceAmerica.com If you have a question or comment, call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. Now please welcome back the host of Disability Matters, here's Joy Spender. Welcome back, and if you just joined us, oh, you missed a great show. With Ruth Ann Wood and Stosh Serafin, co-authors of You Can't Get It Because You've Already Got It. But as you know, listen to the show today. You can go back to voiceamerica.com where all these shows are archived for the past four years. Or you can go to benderconsult.com. So if you liked what you heard but didn't hear the whole show, come back, listen again, and tell all of your friends because... Remember, you listeners are helping me change the way people think about people with disabilities a day at a time. Everyone counts. Everyone makes a difference. Um, Stosh, you teach other people to skate. Does this include children who are blind? I've worked with a few um, children that are blind and a few adults. Um, Mainly I work with regular competitors and world-class skaters who have you know, been through all the tests and we do the refinements and the sensitivity and help them jump to prevent injuries with the center gravity exercises that we teach. And um, it's it's kind of a neat thing. I'm always wanting to work with more blind kids and adults or whoever wants to do it. It's just a little challenging sometimes because I'm not sure how they get it because they can't really see what we're about. Do you know what I mean? Yes. I can watch you know, myself on a video clip, and I'm like, oh, I'm not really getting this. I don't see it, but everybody else is like, wow, this is really great, and I'm like, I have to take your word for it. And you know what? There comes a point in time when it does feel, when I'm out on the ice and I'm performing or I'm practicing or showing a jump to somebody, I can tell when it feels good now, and I can also feel the response I'm getting from um, the person that I'm with. If it's authentic or not, I know it's good, and and I teach by sound. I can hear what the blade does because the movement of the blade doesn't lie. You can hear if it's either friction or full of flow. There's a different sound that it makes. Um, Josh, let me ask you, where do you teach people to skate? Well, I'm at several different places. I'm at Iceworks in uh, Aston, Pennsylvania, and I'm at Faceoff Circle here in Warminster, Pennsylvania. And I'll be at a few other rinks, which I'm not sure exactly where they're going to be, but I'm going to be two other places within the next couple months. Mainly out of works, though. That's going to be my main hub for teaching because we have all the, a lot of national, international skaters there, and my coach, Ushi kessler Bernasian is there. She was the 1960s German champion. Contender and that's, with Peggy Fleming. That's, that's actually one of the goals that we are, are working for in the next five years. We want to raise money 
for Stash to open his own unique skating rink, which um, is sensitive to um, people with disabilities, including the sound quality. In a lot of rinks, the sound is very um, bothersome to Stash, and he can't hear as well with the acoustics. So that's one of our goals is to open up a blind figure skating friendly rink. Oh, that would be wonderful. Right, well, where we well, can do therapeutic skating at all levels, you know. Yes. Ruth Ann, how about you now? What do you hope to achieve through this book? Well, I hope that the conversations among uh, families and friends continue. Uh, for example, I have uh, some people in my local circle that have bought books from us, and they say that they have to buy more copies because their relatives are uh, stealing them during Thanksgiving and are not giving them back. Um, I hope that more people um, learn about scripting and sensitive movement skating and are curious enough to find out more about it. And Stosh and Ruthanne, do you ever go speak places? Yes. We do teleclasses, and you can go to our website, scriptingforsuccess.com, where we uh, send you an email of when our next teleclasses are. Okay, so if you want to follow what's going on with the two of you, scriptingforsuccess.com. Is that right? Correct. Correct. Okay, scriptingforsuccess.com. Well, there is a question, two questions, that I ask every guest that's been on the show for the past four years. And um, I'm going to start with you, Stosh. Obviously, you have already accomplished so much in your life. It's amazing what you've done. But if someone asks you, what is your proudest accomplishment, what would you say? Well, my, I guess one of them is landing the double axle. That was a really big thing. And just to teach and just to write this book has been a real uh, proudest accomplishment. It's been a wonderful experience to, to do it. And uh, we're just going to keep on going forward to our next project when our next book is going to be about more sensitive experiences for both of, from both of us. And how about you, Ruthanne? What would you say? What is your proudest accomplishment? Well, I would have to say that I'm a, an adrenaline junkie. I am most happy when things are, you know, I'm meeting interesting people or helping people understand scripting for success. So I'd say my proudest accomplishment is when nothing is really going on and I can still stay positive. I can still wake up and say, I'm going to have a great day and uh, see what happens with that. It's so easy to feel proud of yourself when things are going well, but when it's stormy out and uh, things are just low-key or business as usual, I'm really happy when I can stay positive and, and move forward from that. And you know what? I just want to mention so our uh, listeners know this. You have written other material, isn't that correct? Yes. Yeah, what are, what are some of the other things you've written? Uh, Abundant Magical Lives, Insights for Passionate People. And I'm also working on a screenplay called The Five Rights. It's about an 80-year-old woman who discovers the fountain of youth doing yoga every morning. And what is her experience with eight decades of uh, wisdom in the body of a 30-year-old? Mm, sounds like a good. That sounds very interesting. 
right? Okay. Well, my last question, uh, knowing that you have people listening to you throughout the world, we'll start with you here. We'll let you go first, Ruthanne. What message would you like to leave with our listeners today? You can't get it because you've already got it. How about you, Stosh? Well, I second that, but I also want to add what a difference if you find a place inside that feels good. Stay with it. Feel it because every time each of us makes a change in our lives, we don't just affect ourselves. We affect the whole world. And I'm a real believer that as each of us changes, we change the world. It, comes, it happens one person at a time. And oh, loving, loving be- ourselves is the key, I believe. Yes, I believe that also. Because if you don't care about yourself, you will not be able to care about anyone else. Isn't that the truth? Absolutely. True, true. I want to say, again, you can't get it because you've already got it, is the book by Ruth Ann Wood and Stosh Serafin. It is available at Amazon.com. And what is your website again? Scriptingforsuccess.com. Scriptingforsuccess.com. You can't get it because you've already got it. A blind figure skaters and visionary writers inspirational guide to moving through life. I want to tell you, I really enjoyed having both of you on the show. We hope to have you again when you have that YouTube thing going on. We really appreciate this conversation and... You are just doing something amazing and wonderful for the community. Keep it up. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you. I enjoyed having you both on. And you know we end every show with a quote from a great leader in America or a great leader in the world. And today's quote fits what Stosh just talked about, Margaret Mead, who said, Never doubt that a small group of thoughtful, committed people can change the world. Indeed, it's the only thing that ever does how true it is you've been listening to joyce bender america's voice VoiceAmerica.com, where disability matters we'll see you next week Voice America would like to thank you for tuning in. Please join us next Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time for another installment of Disability Matters right here on the Internet Leader and Talk Radio, voiceamerica.com.